Hey, it is officially November, the birth month of the Gracefield Leader podcast, and we're going to have a little party all up in here with a chance to win an amazing gift. I have a beautiful dream planner from Horatio Printing that I am going to send to the winner of this month's drawing. You can get entered to win two ways. First, you can leave a written review of the show on Apple Podcast. Take a screenshot of your review before you click submit. Submit the review. Then come over to our free Facebook community and post a screenshot of your written review or send it to me in a message at gracefieldleader.com slash contact. The second way you can win if you have already written a review for the show is to share the show with a friend, take a screenshot of your share and post that in the Facebook community or via email to me. So get those reviews submitted folks and if you do both a review and a share and you share the screenshots with me, you will be entered twice into the drawing so your odds will double. One more quick announcement before I get into it, don't forget Next week is the 2023 Renewed Conference. Her Renewed Strength Co. is hosting a virtual women's conference for all women of faith, and it's 100% free. I'm actually going to be one of the guest speakers, but there are, I think, nine other faith-led women presenting, and you will not regret it. It's hosted on a virtual platform, so you can truly enjoy it at your own convenience. You can participate as much or as little as you like. So if you want to grow with your walk in the Lord, if you want encouragement and practical guidance, you need to check this out. Go to the show notes and register for free. This is a week-long virtual conference, and it is designed especially for you, my friends. Okay, now on to business. In episode 80, we talked about how we can get distracted with our time when we're overwhelmed and we don't have solid systems in place to focus our time and our thoughts. This got me thinking about the spiritual application of distraction. There are many ways that the enemy tries to destroy us, and if he can't destroy us, he will for sure try to distract us, trying to steal our attention away from God and God's promises. Today, I'm talking about eight ways that the enemy tries to distract us from following Jesus and how to resist his attempts. Welcome to the Gracefield Leader Podcast. Do you want better work-life balance? Do you get stuck in patterns of perfectionism and people-pleasing? Have you always been an overachiever but never really feel good enough, no matter how much outward success you achieve? Do you want more time for the things that matter most? Hi, I'm Tanya, a wife, mom, leader, certified Christian life coach and Jesus lover. For most of my life, I tried to find worthiness through achievement. But no matter how hard I worked or how much I achieved, I never felt like I was enough. I was left burned out, empty, and exhausted. I had no time or energy for myself or my family. I needed balance. I needed peace. My life changed when I finally started to live like an unconditionally loved daughter of the King, saved by grace. This faith-led podcast will teach you time management, self-care routines, and practical leadership strategies to help you navigate life and leadership. 
If you're ready to become fueled by grace and free from people pleasing, if you're ready to multiply your time and impact as a Christian woman in leadership, this podcast is for you. Unbutton your blazers and roll up your sleeves, sister friends. It's time to get after it. Let's first look at the definition of a distraction according to dictionary.com. To distract can mean to draw away or divert as with the mind or attention, to disturb or trouble greatly in mind or beset, to provide a pleasant diversion for or amuse or entertain, and to separate or divide by dissension or strife. Hmm, interesting. Doesn't that about sum up the ways in which the enemy works in our lives? Distractions are designed to get you off course from God's will. The enemy wants you so caught up in your own circumstances that you take your eyes off of Jesus. He does this to dilute the sovereignty and the divine power of God in our minds. He wants us to think that our troubles or our circumstances are bigger than God or more important than God, or that we can somehow better control the outcome ourselves. Let's talk about some common ways that the enemy distracts us. First of all, he tries to distract us through worldly temptation. The allure of material possessions, wealth, power, and other worldly pleasures can really distract us from our faith. These distractions can lead us away from the teachings and the values of Jesus because we end up making material wealth and or power our idols. They become a false god by which we direct our decisions and our energies rather than focusing on the one true God and seeking his will for our lives. God tells us we shall have no other gods but him, yet we often put many things higher on our priority list in terms of how we spend our time and our resources. Another way that the enemy loves to distract us is through negative influences. If he can't work directly on us, he works through other people. We are often influenced by the company that we keep. Negative influences from friends, family, or even the broader society can lead us away from a life that seeks to demonstrate Christ-like characteristics. Instead of witnessing to the joy and the peace that comes from a life lived in Christ, we succumb to the negative influences surrounding us. Have you ever noticed your behaviors and how they change depending on who you are with? If you're surrounded by positive people, don't you tend to see a more positive perspective? And if you're around negative people, isn't it more easy to succumb to the negativity and a flesh-led way of living? Another way that we get distracted is, is through doubt and skepticism. Doubt and skepticism can also distract us from our faith. Questions about faith and the existence of God when left unresolved can cause someone to drift away from God. The enemy delights in this doubting of God and is very good at filling our minds with thoughts that lead to skepticism, especially when bad things happen around us. 
And boy, are there bad things happening around us, right? But this is not evidence of God's non-existence or lack of love for us. Remember, he loved us enough that he gave us free will. And it was our own free will and disobedience that brought evil into the world. God does allow bad things to happen, but it doesn't mean that he caused them or is he, or that he's not grieved when we suffer because of them. And in terms of evidence of God's existence, keep in mind that the Bible has never been disproven by science. Many who have sought to disprove the existence of God have become believers in the process. Ooh, okay, here comes a painful one, but true. This is another way that is a kind of a sneaky way that the enemy distracts us, and I say this because it is true for many of us here, and it is a topic of many of our episodes on the show. The enemy distracts us with busyness and overcommitment. The busyness of modern life can make it difficult for us to find time for God. And what I should actually say is that we often use it as an excuse to not make time for God and being in his word. Instead of making it our first priority, we save it for when we might have time, which then we never have if we don't make it a priority. The demands of work, family, and other responsibilities can be overwhelming, and that is true. But God does not make mistakes. He didn't accidentally give us just one less hour in the day than we need. He gave us just enough for what he intends for us. The problem is we just end up filling it beyond our own capacity with assignments that might not even be ours to take. A fifth way that is really a pretty significant distraction or source of discouragement is through persecution and opposition. Persecution and opposition is another way that we become discouraged in our faith. In some parts of the world, and I would venture to say that we are seeing evidence in the United States, Christians face persecution and discrimination, which can be a significant distraction. These challenges make it difficult to openly practice and communicate our beliefs. But I happen to believe that we are called to have a boldness of faith and not be ashamed or afraid to live and speak our Christian values. There may be some worldly consequence, but the promises held in our salvation and eternity far outweigh the temporary struggles we face today. Jesus even warned his disciples in John chapter 15, If the world hates you, Keep in mind that it hated me first. If you belong to the world, it would love you as its. Another way that we are distracted is through false doctrine and misinformation. Exposure to false teachings and misleading information can easily lead people away from a foundation of faith. The spread of misinformation through Various media channels or social media outlets is a prime example of this sort of distraction. It is false teachers and false teachings that Jesus was warning 
warning against in John chapter 10, verse 10, when he says, The thief comes only to steal, steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. This verse is often referenced in regard to the enemy because those very characteristics are congruent with the ways that the devil works throughout the Bible. He comes to steal our attention away from God by building mistrust, as in the example of Eve in the garden. He also tries to steal the word of God from us through false teachers who come in the guise of being a spiritual teacher, but they distort the truth of the Bible and they pervert it. The enemy lies and steals and seeks to destroy. His lies cause death and destruction. 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8 says, Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. And John chapter 8, verse 44 says, He was a murderer from the beginning, not holding to the truth, for there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks his native language, for he is a liar and the father of lies. A seventh way that the enemy traps and distracts us is through personal sin and guilt. When we struggle with personal sin or feelings of guilt, we may feel unworthy of following Jesus. This can act as a significant distraction from faith. People that are stuck in this circle of sin and guilt are failing to hear and receive a message of grace, the gift of salvation that we will never be deserving of, but that God offers to all who accept it through Christ Jesus. Sin and guilt are not of God. They are just more of the enemy's tricks to try to destroy and distract you. God calls you to him in all of your messiness. He loves you and he sees Jesus when he looks at you. And the final way in which the enemy capitalizes on distraction is during periods of spiritual dryness. Some of us experience periods of spiritual dryness where we feel distant from God and we lose our sense of connection to our faith. This can make it harder to follow Jesus. I've experienced these periods of spiritual drought during which prayer and Bible study felt like just one more obligation that I wasn't doing well enough. I didn't feel the fire, the hunger, and the thirst for God's word. But I did have a desire to feel differently. These are the times when I have had to turn more heavily to God and ask him to rekindle my desire and rekindle the fire of his spirit living in me. To ask him to help me with my unbelief or my complacency. Truly, the solution to all of these ways in which the enemy tries to distract us is to do the exact opposite. To come to the Lord in humility and gratitude. To offer up ourselves and our lives to Him. His rewards are so exponentially greater than anything this world can give to us. If you find yourself in a period of drought or distraction, get on your knees and just share your struggles with the Lord. 
Ask him to convict your heart and draw you in. He is faithful and ever-present. Just trust him, believe, and persevere. Ultimately, maintaining, maintaining a strong and unwavering faith in Jesus in spite of distractions is a deeply personal and individual journey. Your journey is your journey, and God wants to co-labor with you. He does not want for you to go it alone. So resist the enemy's attempts to distract and discourage you. Seek the God of joy and peace. And with that, my friends, I pray the Lord fills you with his presence, gratitude, and his amazing grace. I pray this episode blessed you, spoke to you, or encouraged you in some way. If so, please share it with a friend and head on over to Apple Podcasts to leave me a review. That's the only way for me to know if you're enjoying the show. Nothing blesses me more than to hear from you. Also, come on over to our free Facebook community. This is a great place for us to support one another on our faith and leadership journeys. You can find the link to the group in the show notes or go to gracefilledleader.com forward slash community. If you have questions or content ideas for the show, please send me a message on SpeakPipe or via email. Go to gracefilledleader.com forward slash contact and leave a written or voice recorded message. I would love to know how I can best serve you on the podcast. Now to him who can do immeasurably more than we can ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us. Ephesians 3 verse 20. Until next time, my friends, God bless.